We will be any time now anyway. Hey, look at that. We're, 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 we're on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome everybody out there in computer screen land. <laughs> you happen to be tuning into the A to Z program. My name is Eric Zant. How's everybody doing tonight? Good? Great. Tonight is the second episode of the week of the A to Z program's Salute to the Nurses. And I just happen to have, believe it or not, my two favorite nurses on the show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to my immediate... What is this? My right? My right or left? Whatever it is over here. This is Sarah. This is my niece, Sarah. Say hello. Hello. Sarah is my oldest niece, by the way. And down here, this beautiful little thing here, this is Nadia. Nadia is my second youngest niece. Yes. Second youngest. So... I have the I have the, the the two greatest nurses anybody could ever have on the program right now, and guys, thank you for coming on. Thanks for coming on to the program and supporting your old uh, uncle here. This is fun. Privilege to be here. Yeah, which by the way, this isn't like uh, kayfabe or like like New York City family thing. They're actually my sister's daughters, so they're my real nieces. Just just to clarify that. Just to clarify that. Uh, material. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a robot made in the lab, so we just yeah. <laughs> well, that you know, yeah. Well, you know that may or may not be true, but um, guys, how you doing tonight? Really good. Really Healthy, good. Wealthy, wise. Yeah, yeah, totally. You, yeah, Nadia, you all right? I'm doing okay. I'm doing. You doing good. okay? You doing it's good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for coming on. Um, here's the deal. I I did, you know, I had Rebecca on earlier, Sarah's friend. I don't know if you know her or not. Um, I assume, I'm one of those guys that assumes every nurse knows every nurse in the area. It's like, oh, yeah, I know that person, which sometimes proves to be true, but not always. But do you know Rebecca, uh, Nadia? I'd have to have a last name, but honestly, we're kind of like a very tight-knit, like, none type of sisterhood so we've all like wow we're in a coven so <laughs> oh i like coven better than better. i like coven better than nunnery yeah coven coven yeah. is way better i'd rather get treated by a witch than a nun i think you know i think they got more spells to pick from probably have more herb lore for sure yeah, yeah you know they're like the og anything green or black in a drink like you know whatever so, uh, yeah. yeah, Sarah, that was great. Um, Sarah, you actually directed uh, me to her, and that was, that was a great episode. We had a lot of fun with Rebecca. Um, she's great. She, she is. She's, she's, a, she's a tough lady. And uh, that, uh, you know, that, that story she told about being off the shift and catching that guy falling off the bed, and that's how she caught COVID. Yeah. Is, is going, taking that extra mile. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd have let the guy fall on the floor and walked away. But, um. I don't know. Yeah, I probably would have. But no, that that was remarkable. That was just that's a testament of what you guys do. And I think a lot of a lot of people just think that you guys, you know, you come into the the emergency room or the doctor's office or whatever, whatever health facility you're going to. And the nurse comes out and she has her clipboard and, you know, she takes your temperature and your height, and your weight and mm-hmm. all that. Stuff. I, I don't think a lot of people, even though a lot of people visit the doctor. I don't think a lot of people realize like a lot of the things you guys do. Can you guys, each of you, and I don't care who goes first, 
Give me a couple things that the general public may not know that like things that you guys do at work. Give, give me, Sarah, go ahead and go first. Tell me a couple things. Tell, tell everybody a couple things that you guys do that we may not know that we may not even think of. Um, well, one of the biggest uh, things that nurses do that I don't think we get, um, I don't know if the general populace understands at all actually is a thing called triage. Triage. I've seen, I've seen it on a, on a, on a placard, yeah. but I don't, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So triage is not a place. It's actually a thing that you do. Um, it's usually at the front of wherever intake is because I like, it's like being the sorting hat at heart at Hogwarts. You have about two minutes to talk to somebody, look at them, get their vital signs and decide, are you going to die or how long can you wait? Wow. I did not know that. I had no idea that's what that meant. No kidding. Yep. Um, Sarah, Sarah, your sister's uh, giggly down here. Should we? Should we? Should we break up, Nadia? Nadia, you you told us an, an interesting little story um, before we went on air. Uh, what did you do today with with some with some um, spe- uh, some nice patients you had there? Where were you? Did you take a dip or no? Oh no, this was oh, at the gym. I was swimming at the gym. No, but uh, yesterday, um, you know, I I, be, I worked a couple days ago, and somebody remarked on how they were surprised at all the things that we did. I think the thing that the general public doesn't necessarily know is just how in-depth nursing is. It's very... It's very cerebral, but it's also a very physical job. It's very emotionally taxing. Um, I think every nurse could attest to, like, the day after a really hard shift is something like called, we call a nursing hangover, um, where you literally, you just have to recuperate from the day after. And it's just a day spent practicing, you know, emotionally what's happened, physically recuperating. And it can be, it can be a lot because, it's something only you and your colleagues have gone through and you know, your friends and your family, they don't, they don't see that part of your life. And it right, is surprising yeah. to patients when they see what you're actually doing. Like, so it, it just made me think when that person remarked, like they were like, I had no idea what you guys actually did. I thought you kind of just like, we work on labor and delivery now okay. and they just, had no idea. They thought it was just birthing babies, and that's it. That's it. Now, Sarah, Sarah, you also work in labor. You both work in labor delivery, right? Yeah. Right. Yep, now, now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what uh, Nadia just brought something up interesting that I that uh, that I, I I can identify with because I I call it like the I call it like the grocery store blues, like when I'm done like serving the public and mm-hmm. answering you know, ridiculous questions and, mm-hmm. you know, producing things that, that out of thin air, you know what I mean? Yep. Now, now set now a nursing hangover. Now, Sarah, you have a family. Now you have a family of, of you guys are a family of six. You have four children yep. and a husband. Now what's it like? Is, is it tough being a, the husband of a, of a, of a working nurse, especially working the way you guys do all these hours and especially during this pandemic. Now what's, how's that been for you? since this all has gone on? I think it probably has been really difficult for my husband to be the husband of a nurse, especially Mm -hmm. 
um, me, I, I did um, emergency for nine years and I would come home all kinds of ways some days. And um, he just never gave me a hard time about it. It was never like, what's wrong with you? He's never been like, why do you, why are you so stressed out? He's never given me attitude about it. So I have to give him a lot of credit because yeah, it's not easy to be with somebody who, when they get back to you, they're done giving. They're, yeah. They're done. Good point. Wow. Real good empty. Point. I'm home. Don't ask me for anything. Maybe you're allowed to touch me for a minute and then I need to be by myself for a while. <laughs> I, need to ma- I need to major league unwinding is what I need. That That's yeah. probably what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. You just, you just need to be left alone sometimes and for nobody uh-huh. to need anything for a minute. Hmm. Like if what, one what? more person says my name, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> now what, what's some, like, I know a lot of nurses drink wine. I'm just going to get that out of the way. Um, drink. You can leave it right there. Just leave it a drink. Yeah. This, that, that's that's the main that's the main go to, which is cool. I mean, you know, sometimes having a having a uh, a couple of drinks after a shift is, is actually it actually calms you down. It actually brings it kind of like numbs your head, and you can kind of sort everything back out a little bit, you know. So that that's mm-hmm. a good thing. But what's some other like? Uh, give you a scenario. You're you're traveling. You know, you guys are traveling somewhere. You had to go do a shift here. You're coming home and you got to go do this here. You don't have time to take a drink. You don't have time to to listen to like, you know, uh, you know, the Yacht Rock station or whatever. Like, what do you do? What else could you do? Like, what 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 do you guys individually do? I guess I should say, I guess I should say to calm down, to, to unwind. Like, Nadia, go ahead. What do you what what's something else you do other than uh, tip the bottle? <laughs> uh there's a lot of things you could do. Uh, usually, I turn on music really loudly. Sweet. Staying really, really loud. Metal? Like, Metal? No, it's more like Ariana Grande, but it's like my time to shine. And uh, thankfully, like I have a lot of friends and family that I can kind of, instead of screaming into the void, I sometimes direct my screaming at them. Like, this was such a hard day. So I usually just take the time to do that. But otherwise, you just need to let it out some way physically. And I mean, like, even just crying, it's very healthy to do. It's okay to do. I think it's sometimes better than tipping the bottle because tipping the bottle can get a little too easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can, oh, oh yeah. You can, you can go down all sorts of fun paths with that. Yeah. Um, you guys, <clears throat> if you don't mind me saying, you guys didn't go to public school. You were homeschooled. And you didn't get to have the joy of being in music class, which was which was looking back on it was was, was fucking awesome because they played the stupidest songs. And when you said something there, Nadia, it reminded me of this song that they they like made us listen to, and I think it was like second grade or third grade. It's called "It's All Right to Cry." Did you ever hear that song? No. Oh my god! I already knew it. It's like. <laughs> You know, I remember it coming on and we were on the second floor and like I was looking at my buddy Darren and I was like, dude, I'm ready to jump out the window. I mean, this is this is awful. Why the hell are we listening to this crap? Because like none of us were in second grade and it's 1980 something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like it's like we're all like, you know, we're 80s kids. We're boys. And, you know, like there was no such thing as emotion back then. So it's like normal wasn't allowed. 
No, it wasn't, man. And it's like, so we were just like looking at each other like, Jesus, Chris sucks. We got to get out of here. But it's all right. I never will forget that song. It's all right to cry. Like, please. I'm have to look this up now because. It, please it, look it up on YouTube. It's, it's got to be on there. It's got to be on. There was like this deep bass guy singing it, like almost like a. Almost like a Mark, like a Barry White, or or like that, or like a, a Temptations. Like it's almost in that kind of swing, you know. And I'm throwing out music terms that I have no idea what. I'm just I'm just freestyling here. I don't know what I'm talking about. But it, it was like that, and it it, it was freaking awful. I mean, half of those songs were awful. But I mean, you guys really missed out on something cool. There's a lot of stuff you guys missed out on in public school. But I mean, you probably saved you from a couple things too. Um, <laughs> So you guys are, yeah. you guys are both in uh, in the Binghamton area, correct? Yeah. You guys both oh, work yeah. at the same hospital. Mm-hmm. Same hospital. Yep. Same same place. Yes. Yep. Yep. Labor and delivery. Yep. Yes. So, in an area like Binghamton, New York, the greater I'm going to call it the greater Binghamton area because sure. you have your locals that like, well, I'm I'm not, I'm not from Binghamton. I'm from Kirkwood, you know, or, or I'm, I'm I'm from Endwell, you know. I'm not from Binghamton. Yeah, all of a sudden they get very feudal about like what, it, what gate of Binghamton. It's so small. Yeah, it's a, there's only like what, a combination of like three hundred thousand people in the whole area. Like that's comparatively, yeah. it's it's small as compared to like Cleveland or you know New York or something like that. But how many babies? Yeah. How many babies? Just give me. You don't have to give me the exact number. How many babies per week? Do you think are are born born in the area like You're, like in the area through both hospitals that do deliveries? Yeah. So let's see. I know that we do around I think thirteen hundred ish a year. Words I think did. I'm not sure what they did the last year I worked there, but it was nowhere near that. But so let's wow. say let's just average it out and give it a high average of like three thousand a year. Holy and crap. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of kids. Is that a lot of kids or is that not a lot of kids? Like, is that a high birth rate or is that a low birth rate? I'm not I mean, sure. giving that out to 365 days a year, that's that's a lot of kids to be born. That's a lot of that's kids. Lot. That means that that, that tells me that, that tells me one of two things that tells me that people have you know love each other or like the, it's really cold up here for eight months out of the year. So if you if you combine the two, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Do you guys like um, Sarah? You said you worked in an emergency in the emergency room. Do you, do you did you prefer that or do you like doing this? Is that why you needed a change? Like, what's the so story there? I, I love like taking care of really sick people. If mm-hmm. someone comes in half dead, I have the time of my life like fixing it. That's what you're into. That that was great. However, doing that for a long time and the, all of the other things that go along with emergency nursing, it's demoralizing. Um, it's never anybody's good day in the emergency department. I mean, I've seen a lot of people go. I've seen a lot of really sad things, a lot of like horrible, tragic diagnoses on people that, you know, you would never have thought, you know, you know, this two-year-old has cancer or this... You know, this mom is going to die of a brain bleeder. You know, like just a lot of sad things happen. And what's Mm. been nice in labor and delivery is I still get to do a lot of like hands-on stuff to help somebody. 
Okay. But it's somebody's good day most of the time. Like labor's not fun, but the prize at the end is pretty great. You get, yeah. you get a baby. So you get a baby. Congratulations, you get a baby. Um, guys, somebody just stopped in to say hello. Cody Tucker says, I love everyone on this screen. Cody, we love you too. Cody, that's awesome. Thanks for thanks for dropping in. Yeah. Um, Nadia, you what you've been what about a year and a half, two years now? Uh yeah, about a year and a half now. Yep. Have you always been in labor delivery or have you been somewhere else? No, I worked on a pediatric med surge floor. So basically yeah, get, anything they could get, throw at us. Get, give us something, pediatric transfiguration. What is that again? So I did basically what we used to joke and call it womb to tomb. So we did everything. I love it. Womb to tomb. We, yeah, I would literally Let's hashtag have, that later. Um, a newborn baby in one room and um, a dying grandma in the other room, maybe. So it was like, it, it would be a very weird thing to like go from a mom who's like so stressed or excited about her new baby and being like teaching all that stuff and then going to like quietly walking into a room and trying to help somebody pass with dignity and oh. like trying to comfort the family and then in between that taking care of maybe like a couple other patients with like like an abscess or something or like an appendectomy so we did a lot of a lot of surgical patients it was just kind of this whirlwind of of stuff whatever the er wanted to give me i became buddies with the people on the phone so how supervisor let you get <laughs> yeah wow. that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah. so so do you, uh, Nadia, do you envision yourself staying in labor delivery for the in entirety of your career? Entirety. There's my $5 word for the show. I have a big word That's I drop perfect. every show. I have a, I have a big yeah. word I drop every day. It, you know, whatever whatever word I say, and if my head gets numb, I, I, I label that one the $5 word. So entirety is the $5 word today. Yeah, so, I hope we're not numbing your head too bad, but... Uh, you know what? I don't think my head. Too. I don't think my head can get numb anymore <laughs> with all the crap that I've done. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just terminal at this point. It's, it's, it's gone. It's gone. No it's yeah, it, yeah, black hole. So, entirety of your career, do you see yourself in in labor and delivery, or do you see yourself maybe going to uh, whatever else? Like I don't know, like hairline surgery or like podiatry or no, no, I hate feet. Okay, you don't like feet. You don't like feet. So I, I miss. Yeah, feet are so disgusting. <laughs> I've had, I've taken care of quite enough feet. Thank you. Like, if anyone comes in with like a problem with their feet, I'm gonna just like tap out really quickly. It's but, over. Like, I, it's done. I know. Like, take care like of your own pussies. I know. So like, it's oh. Hey, wait a minute, guys. We got some, uh, we got David Waukee. David is a friend of mine. He's a fellow uh, pop culture pro personality. He does the Just Too Sweet show with me. And he also does a show called The Four Quarters Show with my friend Align, who is an absolute beautiful human being, both outside and inside. And David's given us his, uh, his, his three, three applause. So thank you, David, for applauding my girls here. And somebody else here is dropping by to say hello. Who is this person? Megan? 
Holstander. Can can anybody pronounce that? Holstander? Holstander? Do you know her? Is she a fan? I don't know, man. Well, thank you, Megan. Megan, this is great. Is Becky coming on? That's what I want to know, too. Becky Becky coming on. on? Oh, cool. And Dave? Uh, wanted to wanted to straighten it out. I am just as beautiful. Yes, you are, David. You are just as beautiful as a line. Well, you're almost as beautiful as a line. Trust me, girls. If you saw a line, woo-hoo. mega handsome. Okay. So anyway, anyway. Oh yes, no. A line's a great dude. Uh, David and a line actually um, on the reel. They do a show called the Four Quarter Show where they break everything down. They have a topic, say like a basketball team or a or an actor or it could be a wrestler. Not often though, but they or a movie and they break it down into four quarters and whoever comes out into the four quarters is the winner. It's a really cool show. You guys ought to check it out. Yeah. And Mr. Tabala, Mr. Tabala, my tag team partner, my hetero life mate himself. He is saying hello ladies. And thank you, Tim, for including me in that. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is awesome. I know. I David know. said I will applaud them anytime. Thank you, David. We love you, David. We love you a lot. So, girls, uh, I thought maybe it'd be fun since, uh, since you know, Sarah turned me on um, to, like, a, a true-false thing with Rebecca. I thought it would be fun just to take a regular true-false with just random things and just to find out if you guys really, you know, it, and myself included because I, you know, I look through a lot of these things and I'm like, holy Christ, I didn't know some of these things were possible. So we're going to take a little true false quiz, if you guys don't mind. Like fun. Let's do this it. is going to be a lot of fun. I'll be so embarrassed if I got it wrong. Oh, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. That that's it, it's You're going to do fine. And if you don't, we're going to pick on you. So Where's anyway, phone? Let, let's, let's start out with, though it is difficult, you are able to start a fire by rapidly rubbing two Cool Ranch Doritos together for a long period of time. <laughs> is that true or is that false? I'm going to go with false. You're going to go with hey, false. I am. But is this like funny answers? They would, they would, they would fall apart. They, they wouldn't last long enough to heat up enough to catch fire. That, that's that's kind my, of Doritos. My Could be. Nadia, what do you what think? Kind true of, or false? What kind of Doritos, though? Cool Ranch. Oh, no. Fuck. Yeah. Did you put your glasses on and you couldn't hear me? Is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what are you guys going to say? False. False? Okay. Well, um, the spicy ones, maybe. Well, uh, I, 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 uh, I don't know if you guys are going to be um, happy with this, but you are incorrect, though it is difficult. You are able to start a fire by rapidly rubbing two Cool Ranch Doritos together for a long period of time. It is true. You can yeah, start a fire with Cool Ranch Doritos. Nice Do they really not fall apart, though? I have a hard time yeah. believing they don't fall apart while you're rubbing them. I think. I think. I think, this, video. I think we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to put this one to the test. I think. I. Uh, I think. Uh, I think this one's gonna have to go. Well, how about this one, guys? Singing in the shower lowers your cholesterol, heart rate, and risk of cancer and heart disease. Hey, nurses, you guys should know this. Is that true or false? I'll go with true. True. True? Lowers your blood pressure. I bet it lowers your heart rate, too, for sure. Like, you at least the, heart rate? Are true. the only one I'm not sure about is the cholesterol, but. 
Yeah, I'm like, if you're pounding three Big Macs a day, you're still going to have high cholesterol, buddy. So. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you guys this, but it's false. It does not do a damn thing. <laughs> I do. <laughs> My end crush means nothing. <laughs> no, you can belt out Ariana Grande as loud as you want, and, and your heart rate is going to, and pulse are going to stay yeah. Maybe you should start listening to Slayer, Nadia, like I told you, and you know, that'd be the world would be a much better place. Fine. Yeah, sure. right, that, that's a not uncommon reaction. So <laughs> in the weightlessness of space, if a frozen pea touches Pepsi, it will blow up. Is that true? Is that false? Why would that happen? If you know, a frozen it's pea, to be true. Why not? in the weightlessness of space, if a frozen pea touches a you, you touches Pepsi, so one of these is right. False. Why would this be true? It's true. I'm gonna go true. So Sarah's going true. true. Wrong. Huh? Sarah's going true. Nadia's <laughs> going with false. In space. I don't know. Why would this happen? Why not? Why would it happen? Pepsi. Have you ever well, seen what happens with Mentos and Pepsi? Well, Sarah just took the lead, and because it is correct. In, in the weightlessness of space, if you touch it, it will blow to pieces. That's so cool. Okay. It will explode. Isn't that cool? I so, said no on principle. <laughs> so as it stands now, Sarah is one up on Nadia. Sorry. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, you know, we, we, we got a few questions left to go. It's, it's, it's... Do we have a bonus round coming up? <laughs> okay. Well, we yeah, yeah, we could have a bonus round if you, if you really wanted to. But I, I have a feeling you guys are going to start start getting a few here. True or false? The world's smartest pick memorized the multiplication multiplication tables up to twelve. Is that true, or is that false? I want to say a mean thing about a political figure. Um, which one? Because I think they're all kind of pigs, but. Uh, so I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. The world's smartest pig. The world's smartest. Did he pig memorize pig multiplication pig tables up to twelve? How, how would, can I can I ask a follow up like a, a question? Like certainly. How are they testing this pig's knowledge? I have no goddamn idea. Is he like oink that many times when he looks at the flashcard, or? Hmm. I don't know. Nadia is going with false. What do you think? False. I'm going to go with yes. Just You're going to go with, you just think it's true? Just to split the difference. You think it's true just to split the difference? Okay, so so true, mm-hmm. false. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Nothing to tell you. Submit my answer. Oh. The world's smartest pig. Did not memorize yeah, multiplication tables up to twelve. He did not. He didn't do it. Well, there you go, Nadia. We're even. No, one to one. Isn't that cool? One and one, neck and neck. Neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Neck and neck. So. Rookie. <clears throat> oh, hey, we got. Uh, so Cody. Cody wants to say, you girls notice there's been a baby boom since the COVID quarantine in March. He has a question. Um, actually for our hospital, we actually had a few less births this year than last year. 
Oh, okay. Only, only by like five or something ridiculous. Oh. But um, not, not significant. I'll be more interested to see um, like our numbers in this like first quarter compared to last yeah. year. Because I think okay. that's when people really started actually staying home. Okay. We're gonna hit that. We're gonna hit that mark. Well, uh, Tim actually had a question too. Tim says over here, Mr. Cotter. Yes, Tim. Yes, Tim. What is it, Tim? I'm doing my best Gabe Kaplan impression, by the way. Tim, you go right ahead and ask your question. And while Tim is doing that, here is the next one from Uncle Eric. Monkeys are related to fish. No. Because if need be, they can breathe underwater. No. Is that true or is that false? No, false. It's false. That's false. Yes. Okay. Genus, well, family, girls, everything. I'm I'm glad that you uh, use your keen your keen senses because it is true. Monkeys cannot breathe underwater even if they wanted to. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. They're mammals. That that one that one was easy. Thank God. That, that didn't escape my my notice when I read a biology book. <laughs> Okay, so Tim's question. Tim, we're gonna we're gonna give we're gonna take a pause with true or false, and let's get to Tim's. I, this is interesting. Is it? This is not true or false. But what part of a kids' movie scarred you for life? I know exactly what it is. Go ahead, Nadia. You go first. Okay. Everybody loves the movie Matilda, right? Mm -hmm. But that I haven't seen it for so long because it scarred me for life. But that big main lady. Literally made that poor chubby little guy, the cutest little boy in the world, eat that cake, right? Mm -hmm. That whole cake. I thought that was the most cruel thing I've ever seen in my life. And I still <laughs> think about it. And I shed a little tear every time. I'm like, why would you do that ever? I thought that, that was child abuse. That sucks. How about you, Sarah? Nothing, nothing that woman did couldn't have been labeled as child abuse, let's be fair. But Which woman is this? But that was... That was you the know, worst part. The the gym teacher principal person from Matilda. You know, she you know, wore the tight bun with the jowls and the riding crop and the strange skirt. I, I, she was real attractive, is what I'm trying to say. I never saw Matilda. Okay, and, and Tim and Tim's gonna rag rag on me because he knows I don't watch any movies and I never do. But I've never seen Matilda. She's a hot. <laughs> but that's a good one. That's a good one. But Sarah, what's your what what one scarred you, Sarah? What one scarred you? I can't think of a kid's movie that scarred me. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of <laughs> mentally you're 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 like on that George Zamp plane of like, eh, nothing really. It bounces yeah. in and bounces off, yeah. Yeah. You're not though, Nadia. You you're you're more contemporary with your with your feelings and and I'm deep it, in the feelings. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense what I just said, but it's funny. So Oh yeah. So anyway, uh, oh Cody and Cody knows the name. It's Miss Miss Trunchbull, yeah. or however you spell it. Was yeah. scary in Matilda. Oh, she scared me. Yeah, that's awesome. So she gave you she gave you some nightmares, huh? Yeah, I think about uh -huh. that poor little kid, and I hope he's okay. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm sure he's fine. I mean, he might have sugar diabetes now, but that's you know who knows. So, how about back to true or false? Let's do it. Men are four times more likely to get struck by lightning true. than women. Yeah, true. They're already saying true. 
It's only yeah. four times? Okay. Only four there times. Pee on electric fences and stuff. I don't <laughs> put this bathroom. Yeah. I've done that, by the way. I have done that on, on, different, on, different, voltage, on different voltages of fences. Not everybody has them turned to the same wattage. And here we go again, like with the terms. I have no idea if the terms are right or not because I'm not an electrician. But to be honest, if I could facilitate that, I feel like I would try. You know, like it's have you lived if you haven't tried? Well, the one fence, it just kind of like it didn't do anything. I was like, this sucks. I mean, I I, I thought I was going to get like knocked on, like, you know, like back to the future when yeah. he strikes the guitar. I thought I was going to get blown back, but it didn't. But on another fence down, Smitty and I used to do shows down in. Pennsylvania, like in the, it not really Amish country, but it is Amish. It's like, it's very rural out in some of these places. And then yeah. the roads are like, are like five feet wide. And, you know, it, it's, it's really bizarre the way Pennsylvania has all their roads and everything laid out. Anyhow, had to get that out. I was, we were at a school doing an antique show and I went to the bathroom or to the actual bathroom and I'm pulling on the door and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I got to take a piss. I'm like, how are these people going to the bathroom? So there's nothing. So I walked out and I'm walking out and I'm like, there's a giant parking lot. And I'm like, I got to walk like 10 miles past this parking lot to take a piss. Uh -huh. So I'm walking out. Finally, I see like a little, a little side. Well, I see a little side field and I'm like, oh, cool. I can get over that little knoll and, you know, take a pee, whatever. So I get over there and they got, of course, you know, there's a school and there's a farm and there's a fence. And, you know, like the forest little thing is right there. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just, I'm sitting there. So I'm like, and I'm paranoid because like the parking lot's still kind of over behind me here. And I don't know if like, you know, I'm kind of watching like going like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, making sure nobody's getting in their car. You know what I mean? So I'm peeing and I, I guess I kind of turned a little bit and I, I hit the fence and I was like, ah, you know what I mean? I was like, it, it, it yeah, it jolted me. So that really does happen. That really does happen. That was unintentional, by the way. I didn't intentionally pee on the fence. And I didn't see it. To be fair, it was very thin wire. And by it was by a tree. Like, the stake was by a tree. And I wasn't even paying attention. And I'm looking. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't pee on an electric fence. Every man ever. So two things there that demonstrates why my bathroom having two little boys is always covered in pee because they're looking around at shit and not peeing in the bowl. 100%. And the other thing was, did you know Mythbusters actually did like a subset of a um, a show about can you actually get electrocuted by peeing on an electric fence? And they mm -hmm. concluded that you had to have pee going fast enough to make a constant stream of connectivity because if there's any break in it, it will not conduct the electricity. Well, I had to go. Energy. I had to go pretty bad, and I, I I felt a little tingle, enough to, you know, it wasn't bad. It? <laughs> Yo, no, yeah, and you know, I don't know. It, it, I mean, I didn't like pee all over my shoe or anything, but like, I, I definitely directed differently. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you both say. True, men are four times more likely to get struck by lightning. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised guess what? Only four. That's false. No, it's got, it's got to be more than that. I, I think it... There is times more likely. Well, I, I, I think it, it, it's, it's in, in, in like the category of doesn't matter man or woman. Mm. But if you generalize it and say like men are, are, are a little more less aware of the surroundings or what they're near, then yes. 
I can I can agree with that. To take some foolish risks. There you go. That 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 that's exactly what I was trying to get at. Former former ER nurse. Sorry, that's a true thing. Well, I think so. And Benjamin Thomas is is saying that maybe I'll have to try that instead of coffee in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It might get you going, Ben, a little bit. And Mike Domino stopping by. What's up, Mike? Matilda, that lady forced him to eat some. Oh, poor Nadia. We're we're like we're like really like. I mean, apparently, beating on the. Yeah, a lot of people. So fun day for my emotional trauma. I've never, I've never seen Matilda. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell. Watch it now. I have no idea. I've never. Is that the wait? There's Roddy Dangerfield in that. That was Ladybugs. Never mind. That was Ladybug. Tim's gonna kill me. So, true or false, ladies? Mm. If I say seventy-five is the correct answer to this question, but I say it backwards, what is the correct answer to this question? Is it a trick question? Is it 75? Is it 75, the numbers? Or is it 75 spelled backwards? So, so this isn't a true or false question. <laughs> no, and I don't know how this I don't know how I put this on here. I must have I must have been like, like you know, like, I must have been looking around when I was doing this research and getting these questions. I, like <laughs> I was peeing. I was in the bathroom peeing when I was doing it. I mean, sit down research. But so, so do you want me to repeat it or do you guys get it? Yeah, let's say it one more time. So yeah. if I say if I say 75 is the correct answer to this question, but I say it backwards, what is the correct answer to this question? 75. Okay. She's biting her glasses. Yeah. She, she wants to get this right. Yeah. Sh- wait, what are the answers? All- your, your, your choices are 75 the number, 75 the word, z, 75 spelled backwards, but in, in, um, in succession, like five is backwards first and 70 is backwards second, like a mirror image Mm -hmm. 57 or am i giving you a trick question it would be 57 it would be 57 so one says 57 one says 75 let's see what the real answer guess what the answer is it's a trick question no no the answer is the mirror image of the word 75. Mm. Oh, yeah. I guess I see that. Backwards. Yeah. That was my first instinct. And you can play this back. and Always go with your gut, Nadia. Always go with your gut. It's not bad advice. No, it's not. It's Well, it, no, it's not. So, girls, this is going to be the final, the final one of okay. this round. So, so far you're tied. I know. This is actually the tiebreaker. How did that work out? That worked out great. Oh gosh, perfect. Wow. Um, and before we get to the tiebreaker, uh, Benjamin Thomas says that Danny DeVito was in Matilda. Okay, so it wasn't Rodney Dangerfield. And Tim said if peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Hey, there's a great question. How about that one, girls? little sidebar question. 
it would be called happiness. I love peanut butter. You love peanut butter. What about you, Nadia? I thought of something gross first, but I'll say something else in a second. Just let's no, ask the question. I want to hear first. the first thing. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Can't do it. No, I can't do it. If can't I, do it. It's not even. It's not for the general public. All right. <laughs> well, neither is this show, so that doesn't. You know. So here we yeah, go, okay. girls. You ready? Are we ready for the tiebreaker? So ready. Here it comes. Final Jeopardy. If you didn't get any of these answers right before, here's a freebie. All the answers in this question are right. Sweet, cool, all the questions are right, or is this a trick question? All the answers are right. Think about it. If you didn't get any of the answers right before, here's a freebie. All the answers in this question are right, and your choices are sweet, cool. All of the answers in this question, or is this a trick question? All the answers in this question. Okay. Sarah? Is this a trick question? Okay. Just go with your gut, girl. Well... Whoever went with all of the answers in this question is the winner. And that is oh, who? Good job, Nadia. Nadia, you, you, you took my advice. You took my advice and you won. So there we go. There we go with Denise, true or false. Nadia comes up with a narrow, narrow win with two, two to one over older sister Sarah. Wow. Sarah, I really, I really expected you to. To, to blaze blaze up in front here. I, I was... The rookie becomes the master. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, by the way, Nadia, Tim wants you to say it. No. <laughs> I'm going to have him stay tuned for the next episode, and I'll have Uncle Eric say it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we could do that. We, we could definitely do that. And everybody can comment. Uh, different ways to say peanut butter because that's a really good question. I just okay. Um, I just read your. Uh, I just I just read your comment that you wrote in the in the private comment or the private chat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a really really good one. We should uh, we should do that. Do you want me to do you want me to tell them what you wrote? Yeah yeah yeah. So the girls here thought maybe sometime if they're ever on again, which they will be, um, we should have a segment called Ways Uncle Eric Almost Died, LOL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were actually talking about it before we were coming on the show tonight. We are like, you know, oh, Lord. he's kind of sneaking lucky to be alive because he's almost been it a few different ways so far. Yeah, I think I think last count <laughs> last last count I was up to like five ways I've dodged the Reaper. But uh yes. you know what? Uh you know what I attest it to? Honestly, I'm gonna be really honest with you. Our your grandmother uh was a very, very heart hearty built woman. And if you will. Throughout her whole life, she was she never was sick. She never like she never like hurt herself right up until the end. Like when she obviously, you know, when she when she caught the scourge of mankind, 
cancer. But she even like fought that without any treatment for like it had to be. I was telling you, Sarah, that I noticed things, you know, on her for a long time before she even came to the emergency room that time. Remember that? I do remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So I attribute that a little. I mean, that's that's a part of it. But and obviously science and, and medical care is the other part of it. But I attribute, you know, her passing that that down to me. You know, because let's face it, there's there's been a few. I've I've dodged the Grim Reaper probably five or six times, and probably two or three of them uh, should have taken me out. And you know, I'm I'm pretty damn lucky for that. So, but that's Thank enough you, about Ronnie. me. Um, Benjamin Thomas wants you to just take this advice and don't fear the Reaper. I don't fear the Reaper, but that's a good song. That's, that's a really good, good song. Blue Oyster Cult, man. You guys ever hear? Uh, you guys ever hear Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult? Go, go, nope. Godzilla. Nope. What? No, because I'm not cultured like you are. And what? that's something you've told me many times. Because you're you're on the pop culture pros right now. I know. I'm, I'm one of the pros. I don't know how I got here. But... I'm, I'm, I am the David Letterman of pop culture pros. I I, this is the greatest show on earth. Yeah. What, what, what other, what other awesome. colloquialisms? Ooh. That's a $10 word that I can come up with to compare myself with that aren't true. So that's kind of funny that you guys uh, <clears throat> uh, just say said to me, you made the statement that you're not as versed in pop culture as I am. Um, that gives way to something really interesting that we do here on the show quite often. Because there is a segment on the A to Z program that's become a staple. There's a segment here that has become everyone's favorite show on the internet right now. Mm. And I'm going to tell you what. I think it's right I think it's the right time. Since you guys are not as well versed in pop culture as say me or whoever else, I think it's time. It's just the homeschool thing. Is that what you're bringing up is cuz we were homeschooled? No, I think it's time to play the douchebag. So I'm getting out the douchebag because we need some heavy artillery here. Oh, I hadn't so, met that guy before. Yeah. Oh, hold the phone. <laughs> hold the phone before we get to the douchebag. We we have to we yeah. have to say hello. We have to say hello to a to a woman who is dear to all of our hearts. Let's say hello to mom. <laughs> Hey. Hello, mom. No. <laughs> Just, <hey. laughs> Hello, and mom. she says, and she says you're good at it. So that's right. I am good at it. Whatever you mean, Julie. So here's the here's how the douchebag works, girls. <clears throat> I have in the douchebag a list of names. Now, how this uh, works is this is how this works. Okay, I show you guys a name. Mm -hmm. If they're cool. No, yeah, they're cool. We can keep them out. Well, we'll keep them out. No problem. Mm -hmm. If they're a douche, we douche them. That's a, that's how it goes. And you can give me a little so quick, a quick, a quick little excerpt on how, why you think so or not. But mm -hmm. that's how the game goes. So, in honor of pop culture everywhere, and on behalf of my contemporaries on Pop Culture Pros, girls, are you ready to play the douchebag? So ready. Let's play. Can't wait. Okay, girls. The first one 
Are the Care Bears? Are the oh. Care Bears douchebags? Or are the Care Bears cool? No. Great. They care. No. Keep them out. Keep keep the Care Bears out. Absolutely. Okay. Keep the, the Care Bears out. I like the Care Bears because they're they're colorful. They're fun. I mean, even if the cartoon was kind of like Super weak, cheesy. yeah, yeah, but like the actual like um, <laughs> the actual toys are really are really neat, yeah, and they're highly collectible, by the way. I think I had one. Kid <clears throat> probably destroyed it. Not as versed in pop culture. Who? Oh, wait a minute, Cody. Not as versed in pop culture as a man who hasn't seen Matilda. Cody, let me tell you something. Let me let me tell you. Something. We all have our areas of expertise. In pop culture pros, and while I may not be as versed in movies, I'm magic on the mic, and I got the gift of gab, and I got the gift of jab. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> the gift of jab. So. So anyway, yeah, Tim Tabala. Tim Tabala says, "Oh shit, shots fired." So <laughs> let's get the ball. Right. And mother, mother gave us a slew of hearts. Thank you, Jewel. We love you too. We love you too. Thank yeah. you for tuning into the show. And in honor of your mother's British heritage that she found out on the DNA test, Queen Elizabeth, is she a douchebag? No, I, I, I think she's done a really good job of keeping Charles from inheriting the throne for a long not, time. Nadia is not so sure. If you have to crown, it makes it a little difficult, but she's out of the bag. She's out, she's of, out the of the bag. bag? Okay. She's out of the bag. Sarah and Nadia both agree. She's out of the bag. I almost put her in. I can't believe that. I'm so I sorry. Would've, I, I would have douched her, but that's I'm the host. You guys are you this so, is your game. So how about her? How about John Lennon? Should we douche John Lennon? Is he a douchebag? have an opinion on John Lennon. Not Nadia? I don't know him personally, but... I don't know. He let Yoko yeah. break up the Beatles, so I guess he has to go in the douchebag. Is he do yeah. we douching him? Yeah. yeah. John Lennon? Yeah. You're I mean, a douche. Like, just by Sorry, proxy because of Yoko, but yeah. Just based on that, yeah. yeah. And by the way, Paul McCartney's my favorite Beatle, so that's all I'm going to say. Really? Yep. Oh, oh, let's get into let's get in some heavy pop culture here. Okay. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Oh my god. Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster. Now there is wrestler like ever. You used to talk about him all the time when you were young. Well, the Hulkster was everywhere. That's 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 the you know, but you know, Hulk's done some pretty douchey things in in the past twenty years. So. Sure has. Um, you have to you have to weigh it upon his impact on on pop culture. Is he good or the things that he's done? And he's been wronged a couple times. Is Hulk how's a douche? Lately, you know, how's he doing do lately? Give, do we give Hulk a pass? I'm not going to give Hulk a pass. That 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 the the tan alone puts you in the douchebag. Oh oh, Sarah wants to douche him. Nadia? Judging by looks. She's judging by looks. I don't want to put him in the bag. Maybe he's you living the same life. Oh, so Hogan Hogan is a uh well let, let's let Tim Tabala be the tiebreaker here. Yeah. Hogan is no douche. Oh Thank you, Tim. Sarah, you got outvoted. Hulk is out of the bag. Well yeah. I don't, I don't, by someone who's not even on the show. Oh my god. Sarah, Sarah, you're even getting hammered on 
Hulk or pre-Hulk Hogan knows Ben. Oh, okay. I thought I thought Ben was giving giving you the uh, giving you the what for, but he's not. Okay. Uh, yeah, like maybe this guy has fake tan little grandkids now. Like he's he's getting old. Just let him. Yeah, he is getting old. And Tim says no douche and not a douchebag. And mother was very happy to see Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and she loves the mustache. Well, just by the way, Julie loves the mustache. So how can you know? I, you know, we have to keep Hulk out of that just because he was the first one to like really keep that mustache before must before that style of facial hair was really cool. Because back then, guys either had that like Magnum PI thing, or like you had like your you like your crazy uncle had like a beard, like Uncle Bob. Like he's the only one that I knew that had a beard. You know, so it's like beards weren't cool back then. Beards were still obscure. They were still kind of mystique. And nowadays, everybody has a freaking beard, and it's stupid. So, and I'm saying that I don't have a beard. I don't like beards. I tried the beard. Not having a beard. No beard. You don't have to so, have one. No, I don't have to have one. But I just like I just like razzing my my contemporaries that do. Uh, I don't know. I like beards. I like, I like that trend. I got to. You like? Yeah. Let's get the opinion, Sarah. You like beards? I do. I think they're great. You think beards are great? I do. So you you as think as, as you, you think a man like cred. Yeah, like like like, like buffalo wing sauce and and crumbs and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Nadia, what say you? Beard or no beard on a man? Let me just say, every man is different, and sometimes a beard adds to the face, but sometimes it's just that like wild metals thing that I'm like, oh my god, could you please cut that? But you know what? It's not it's not my style choice. So I can't. I can only say these things internally. I would never say it to someone's face. Not a girl. I might. Nice. Sarah, Sarah's a beard guy. Nadia's not a beard guy. We're gonna we're gonna establish that. Ah, <laughs> uh, but mother. <laughs> mother, mother likes beards. Yes, you, Julie, you're you're with like the non-beardest guy in the world. Like he's never gonna have a beard. Yeah. That's too Good bad. And not appreciate them. I bet you he. You know what? I bet you after he. I bet you after your dad. Finally, hangs up the pill knife, whatever that thing's called. He might, he might grow a beard. Nope. He might grow a beard. Nope. He hates no? it. No. Guess it could happen. I don't know. No, think so. I, no. I put all my money on no. You're gonna put all your money on no. Well, while you're putting all your money on no, how about we put all our money on Jimmy Fallon? Is he a douche? I mean, he's kind of funny. Kind of funny. For a douchebag, though, because I feel like you have to be a little bit of a douchebag to. You do. To be to a be comedian. a talk show host, you got to be kind of a douchebag. Hence. Yeah. Oh, I'm waving. Yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. So, so, um, but Fallon's cool. So, what do you think, Nadia? Sarah says no. Sarah, Sarah says a loose no. Yeah, it's a loose. Yeah. It's a loose. Like mean, he's cool. He's cool, uh, but. My name's Nadia, right? So, like, I could say this in a very Russian way. I think he has a good heart. I think this boy has a good heart. You know, so okay. keep him out of the bag. So Jimmy's, no, Jimmy's out of the bag. No, that settles it. No, Jimmy Fallon, not a douche. I'm giving everyone the benefit. Cody thinks he's an SNL fallen a douche. And you're all, Uncle, come by, Uncle Mike. Hi, Uncle Mike. Hi, Uncle Mike. Yes. Say hi to Uncle Mike. Awesome. Uncle Mike says Jimmy's awesome. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Ooh. 
Oh, we're getting back to royalty here. Let's go back about 150 years. Queen Victoria. Victoria. Sarah, is she a douche? No. She's not a douche. Nope. Not at all, Nadia. I'm looking at you. Not no, really. I want to put someone in the bag, but she's. she's I think you're going to get your opportunity. I know. No, Queen Victoria. No. Not a douche. No, not she a douche. She was, she was, she was a literal, like, actual queen, like in every sense of the definition, in my opinion. Like a, like a super bitch, like, like it's my way or the highway kind of she, thing. She ran it. Yeah, no, that's what you got to do when you're, when you're a royal. You can't half step it. You either got to go all in or all out. Am I right? She ran it. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't like blindly chase after heirs as her only like life's mission, like her father did. Oh. Which is why his reign was such a disaster. But anyway. Is that Edward? Uh, King Henry, or George? Isn't it? Wasn't that her? Yeah, no. George read one of the two. I watched a video. You know those YouTube things you go down a rabbit hole in I'm and you just keep watching? I am thinking of Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, that's what you're... But still, no. But still, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that about me. No. Mother, mother, mother loves Queen Victoria. She had, I think, nine children. That's why. Oh, so we got something in common. Mm -hmm. no. yeah. Okay. So you guys wanted your chance. I'm staying indifferent on this one. Andrew Cuomo. Mm, oh my God, that, that that got both their lips that got both their lips tightened up. He's a politician. He's got to go in the bag. Put him in the bag. Sorry, Andrew. I like, I I like him sometimes, but yeah, sometimes. I would not want to be a governor during these kind of times anywhere, let alone New York, yeah. the hardest state to be to be governed. In, 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 in any part of the in any part of this nation New York is the hardest place to go to to, to govern yeah. to be a politician in to be a mayor in anything like that this is the hardest place to be I wouldn't want to be him but he is yeah. kind of a douchebag so see you, Andrew you've been douched in the bag you're in the bag <laughs> oh oh here's something touching uh touching base with you guys maybe a little bit. What about Dr. Fauci? He does not go in the bag. The virologist no. that we corrected that you got, right? You got that yeah. right on yeah. the show? What about it, Nadia? Does Dr. Fauci out? Sarah thinks so. Get them out of the bag. If it weren't for him, we'd be... He's, he's been the scapegoat, and I appreciate him. So We'd be, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Well, more than we are now. Um, yeah. Uh, Mother, mother doesn't like Andrew Cuomo, and Wendy yes. Ripley says put him in the bag. But Uncle Mike thinks Andrew is awesome. That's well, okay. Thanks, yeah. Andrew. You know, like I said, yeah. like I said, I got you know, I don't envy him one bit because I would not want to be the governor of New York. I would not. This is where the first giant wave of Corona started. Um, you have to govern not just the state but the New York City. I mean, let's put aside the coronavirus. Just imagine being the governor of New York. I mean, it's just, it's got to be the worst job in the world other than like, I don't know. That's got to be the worst job in the world. Um, Fauci, oh, Uncle Mike loves Fauci too. Fauci is awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. He is awesome. And mother thinks he's a waffle maker. Well, as long as he has syrup. So 
Anyway, I have no idea what a waffle maker is. I think I think your mom yeah. made way too many waffles in her lifetime. So anyway, how about Taylor Swift? Douchebag. Taylor Swift. Now before now, wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Now okay, Sarah says douche. Nadia. So do I. So do I. You douche it. Now listen, I don't think, and you're gonna think this is crazy coming from me. Okay. I think Taylor gets a bad rap because every all these other famous people and and uh, celebrities and and news people all want to get on her about all she does is talk about boys and breakups and this and that. Well, if you go back and look at any female rock star, pop star, whatever, they talk about exes, they talk about lovers, they talk about breakups. So that's an unfair assessment on Taylor Swift. Okay, I don't have a problem with her. And she's also a good businesswoman, but to me, she goes with gimmicks, and that's what I'm not into. You're not fond of that? I think she, I think she's kind of cute too. By the way, I think she's kind of cute. I wouldn't. I'd go out. I'd go yeah, out with her. Really cute. I'd go out with her. Yeah, she's cute. She's 100 percent cute. As long as she was on birth control. Anyway, um, <laughs> I had to slide. I had to slide that one in. I had to slide that one in. So, uh, <laughs> Uncle Mike, who don't you know? Right. Uncle Mike doesn't don't know him. That was Taylor Swift is a pop star. Uncle Mike, um, a, a female. Okay, for the, benefit, for the benefit of Uncle Mike later, we're we're uh, we're we're gonna show Mike Uncle Mike who Taylor Swift is. But for now, how about awesome. Keanu Reeves? Not a douchebag. No, right? Ted. He's Ted Theodore Logan. He's Neo. Whoa. such a tragic life, too. He's had a she had a shit life for a while. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's sucked. He's a really good guy, though. So we're not douching him, right? No. 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 No douche for Keanu. Keanu, man. Two salutes from this from the program. Ooh. I forgot some of these names I wrote down. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? You do it and you forget what oh, you're doing. No. Surprise yourself. The famous COVID-19 song televangelist, Kenneth Copeland. Douchebag. Oh, yeah. He's got to be a douchebag, right? What do you think, Nadia? Like, like if you're a politician, you're a douchebag. If you're a televangelist, you're a douchebag. 100%. 100%. What do you think, Nadia? I don't know who this is. Like put him do in you the do you remember who he is? So I'm not. Do you remember back in? Do you remember back in April when that that funny like video song was going around about the guy going COVID nineteen? I will burn you with the wind of God. You never saw that. No. <laughs> you never saw that? that. He's like this creepy televangelist. Okay, so we're gonna have to catch everybody up on this after we play the douchebag because there's a couple. So we got Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, you know, I could I could be a good producer and just put the segment of the show that's on, but you know, anyway, Kenneth Copeland sucks. Kenneth Copeland sucks. He's a he's a phony bastard. Um, he's a televangelist who just takes millions of dollars from people, lead, leading them down the wrong path. So f you, Kenneth Copeland. Guess what? You're a douchebag. See ya. Oh boy, I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna uh I think I'm gonna raise someone's ire here. Um 
The televangelist also has like three personal jet planes. Exactly, Cody. That's why he's a douchebag. You know what? Guys like him could share the wealth, put it somewhere else to make the country more prosperous, be part of the solution, not part of the problem still. There's your big thought for the day. And now, here's your next contestant on the douchebag. Dr. Pimple Popper. I love her. You guys like her? Oh my God, she's great. Yeah, she's a kind individual. Yeah. What? I love her videos. You like her videos? Growing up at a lot of stuff, she sees her videos. So she. So. It's a straight face. There's so much stuff. I'd be like. Um. Yeah. I've seen a few. I've seen a few clips, but I've I've never actually watched the whole show. She seems pretty straight up. Like she seems like legit. Like like, hey man, this is what I'm doing. I'm into it, and I, mm-hmm. I, I can't bring myself. Like I love having zits popped on me personally, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but like watching somebody else pop zits, like. I, Listen, the bigger, the nastier, the more drainage in the abscess, the more I love to watch that video. It's you like that? You you like that shit? You I like that love- shit? I used to love INDing abscesses in the emergency room. It was the best. Is it, sidebar, is it satisfying, like, because you guys are caregivers, and obviously you guys, um, there's a part of you that doesn't care about doing gross things, and probably certain things that that you guys would have to encounter are, are, like, beyond what the normal person would even want to touch. But is it oddly satisfying, like, relieving pressure or real un- unloading like uh, like 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 discharge is, is is that eerily satisfying to a point like from an abscess uh, an abscess or a cut or like a like you know an infected arm or something you know like a like oh, yeah. a staff infection something like that is it is it fun yep. it's, I love when it. it's clean when it's packed when it's done it's such a satisfying feeling like you really did a good piece of piece of work. Yeah. Yeah. Cleaned out the pus, cleaned out the blood, saw the you're, bones. Mom says you're back. I don't know what the, Julie, you're losing us here. Come on. Um the religious wind guy. Yes, Uncle Mike. You got it. You got it. The religious wind guy is is right. And Uncle Mike thinks it's gross. Uh Dr. Pimple Popper, but uh that's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't know who has to like all these things, right? That's that's the great thing about it. Yeah. Um, your husband, I think that was back with uh, who did we douche? Was that uh, the winder, the, the wind guy? Yeah, the wind guy, Kenneth Copeland. So he 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 he's on the mega douche train with that. So he gets his own on. bag called the wind bag. <laughs> the wind bag, yeah, good one. Um, yeah. So anyway, our next contestant on the douchebag is William Shatner. That was an awful Shatner imitation, by the way. I am so sorry about that. I am so sorry about that. Um <laughs> know like i think there were things about him that were douchey and there are things about him that were cool like he made he's like 90 years old and he still looks yeah. like he's like what he's what like part he's of... only 70 yeah like he, he doesn't he looks, like an old, he looks like an old man but not like an old man 
keep him out of the bag because my mom is watching and I might need to find new parents if I put him in the bag. I'm just going to go on record. I'll I'll help you out. I hate Star Trek. I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I like Star Trek. I'm thinking back. I think it's fucking stupid. I never liked it and I never will. I I do not like Star Trek. But listen, you guys didn't douche him, so he's not... No, he's not going in the bag. Because how many times did he take off his shirt in Star Trek? Do a count of every episode. Did he really? He took his shirt off in Star Trek. Almost every episode, his shirt is off by the end. I can I can stay safely with a clear conscience, and I can't do that on many things. Um, That I've never watched an episode of Star Trek. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Never. I've seen The Wrath of Khan, which was a good movie, okay? Okay, there's my Star Trek. I'll tell you, The Wrath of Khan was okay. The series sucked. The rest of the movies sucked. The concept sucks. I just can't. And I'm saying that with my opinion, not the general opinion, and I don't want all these fanboys and nerds coming at me with all this whatever. I understand why you like it. I understand the beam me up, Scotty. It just doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't resonate with me. I'm not a Star Trek guy. I like Star Wars. Star Wars is different. I don't like Battlestar Galactica either. I think that's stupid. I'm just saying it. And that that's it. And I'm I'm actually trying to bait people while we're doing this. So and I did. There we go. I like both Star Wars and Star Trek, Cody says. And Mike, Mike says, your dad and I have been Trekkies forever. That's true. You have. You have been. You have been. I'm waiting for my buddy Tim. Tim's going to jump in here in a minute if he heard that, because he likes Star Trek, too. He he likes both Star Wars and Star Trek. Um, no, but seriously, um, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just. I'm I'm just kidding around. I I don't. Star Trek's not my thing. I like I said. I understand why people like it. It's a big, it's a big deal. It's got its own. It's kind of created its own world. Like if you're a Trekkie, like that's serious. Like you know, that's nothing. Like cause you, I couldn't like walk into a circle and pretend be like, hey Spock or whatever. They'd just be like, and I'd be like, oh okay, well I'm walking. You know, they just they just they're not. They're not accepting. They, it's almost like they got that like sixth sense that you're a Trekkie because they, they can see me coming right away. Like, well, this guy's a dick. You know, he's not going to, you know, whatever. So that's how, well, that's what most people probably say anyway. Back to the douchebag, girls. Back to the douchebag. How about Mr. Obama? Barack. I don't think he's in the bag. Sarah says out. Not in the bag. Nadia, keep, keep him out. I agree. You want to know something? I think Obama's cool. I think he's a cool dude. I liked. I like. I liked Obama. You know, a lot of people give him a bunch of shit, but yeah. What's the? Go ahead, Sarah. Give me. Give me your. Give me some. Give me something on Obama. He spoke in such clear, intelligible, complete sentences. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Nadia, what? What's? Uh, give me. Give me some good Obama stuff here. Why is he? Why is he good? I mean, there's 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 a hundred reasons, or a million reasons why he's great. But why do you think he's great? I thought we weren't going to get political on this show. <laughs> well, no, this is your this is this is we're, this is the douchebag. This is why he doesn't go in the douchebag. So why doesn't he? I think. I wish I could give like 
more scholarly answers, but honestly, I feel like he had the country's best interest at heart as a president. And I think he and his wife have people's best interest. And yeah. even after they were finished, they're... They're very caring people. Yeah. They're very caring they're people. They're very, they're very charitable people. Yeah. And like Sarah said, I think Sarah uh, made a good point. He's very well-spoken and he, his point got across. Like he didn't have to, he didn't have to do all this with, you know, on Twitter, you know, and all that stuff. So, um, and I'm not saying anything about anybody who was in office before some dickhead. So anyway, um, Obama's out of the bag. We have one last, uh, we have one last guy. To see if goes in the douchebag. You guys ready? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. You ready, Sarah? Yep. Ready, Nadia? Uh-huh. You like how I can look at you and then like look yeah. at her? <laughs> like I'm that. actually looking at nothing. There's like nothing over there or here. Yeah. And like there's nothing down there. Like doing great. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's all, it's all magic. Jay Leno. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Go 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 right ahead. Mars, funny-ish, I guess. That's all I know about it. Tell me about Jay Leno, and let me let me judge. So Jay Leno, here here's Jay Leno. Jay Leno ousted Johnny Carson as the Tonight Show host when it was literally promised to David Letterman, and he he snuck in and he acted like a weasel and got himself in there. To host the Tonight Show. Now, Letterman ended up falling back on it. You know, he, he got back on his feet, had a better show on CBS called The Late Show. Um, and so, subsequently, Leno hosted the Tonight Show up till like 29, 28, 2008. And Conan O'Brien was supposed to take over the Tonight Show, which he did when Jay retired. Henceforth. Jay kind of hung around NBC and was like, hey, you know, I don't have much to do. I, I, I'm here. And they gave him a show on right after or right before Conan, before the Tonight Show. Now, of course, people are going to see a familiar face in Jay Leno. And of course, you know, people are going to watch that and maybe think like, oh, that's the Tonight Show and turn it off. So what it did, Conan's ratings weren't exactly bad, but. It kind of take took away the whole like, well, here's the new host of the Tonight Show, Conan O'Brien. You know, oh no, you just throw Jay back in there, and then all of a sudden, Conan, this whole Tonight Show debacle got turned. It's a really cool thing if you want to go into a rabbit hole on YouTube. It's really fun, but it basically Jay sabotaged Conan to get the hosting job of Tonight Show back. He got it back. Conan was out. Jay was back in. And Jay hosted for another like two, three years, and then it went to Jimmy Fallon. So um, that's how, that's why Jay Leno, I think, you know what, if you guys aren't going to douche him, I'm going to. Jay, you're a douchebag. Yeah, Goodbye. just from the story, I could tell you didn't like him too much. No, I'm a Letterman and Conan guy. Like, Conan is my favorite, and Letterman, all, like, if you don't like Letterman and you do, do what I do, you're a fool. Here's so, like, Jay didn't do anything that the people in charge of that station didn't let him do um no because you got to understand like executives aren't exactly um road scholars they kind of like go off the input of, of the host yeah but like they're the one putting pen to paper and authorizing things they are but like i said sarah everybody's influenced this is the entertainment business they can we'll be making them more money the, the pendulum 
Oh, look what I happen to be uh, taking a drink of, girls. It's RC, it's RC Cola. RC Cola, Uncle Eric's favorite cola. Was he making them more money, though? Uh, Conan got bought out. Yeah, Conan got bought out um, of, of a very large sum. But still, the principle is that, that Jay, if he didn't want to give up the job, he just said, said no, I'm going to keep it. Conan, you keep late night with Conan O'Brien. You know, it, it was just a big deep dive it on YouTube. You can type in uh, David Letterman, Jay Leno, and you'll get the whole story. And it's a great video. Somebody made a, a fantastic video about an hour long. Wow. So Eric Bergman says, Jay as a talk show host, Ugh, but Jay has a motorcycle and automobile enthusiast. Yes. Uh, Eric, I can agree with that. Um, yeah, like we just explained, talk show host sucks the hell with him. But he does have a very impressive collection of automobiles and motorcycles. Um, do let's see. Not a fan. Love me some Obama. Not a fan of a lot of shit he did. But he's a guy. I don't know what who was that. Who was that? Was that uh, was that? Oh, William Shatner, or was that Doctor? No, that must have been Barack Obama. Jay Leno. I must have been Jay Leno. No, Uncle Mike loves Obama. Oh, okay. Your uncle Mike, like, like as he commented here, love me some, love me some Obama. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. Not a fan of a lot of the shit he did, but he's he's a. I think he meant to say good guy. So we we understand what you're saying, Uncle Mike. We do. He is a guy. And Benjamin, here we here's here's your husband's great uh, sense of humor. Do they even know who he is? <laughs> that's great. Oh, Ben. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uncle Mike did correct himself. Uncle Mike did say, good guy. There yeah. you go, Uncle Mike. Uh, what, what's he saying? Shameless product placement. That's right, Uncle Mike. That's right. RC yeah, Cola. RC Cola paying you for that? Mm. Well, they're not yet. They ought to be. Hit me up, They ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, girls, tell me something. You're, uh, you're off tonight. You're hanging out together, and you're on my show, which is which is totally awesome. What would you both normally be doing on a Saturday night, right? Just on a random Saturday night, what would you be doing? I don't know. What do you do, Sarah? Since uh, quarantine, and it's in the middle of winter, um, it's about 20 minutes past my bedtime because I, I got to be up and work again in the morning. So You have to work tomorrow, too? Yeah. So do I. You got to work, Nadia? Nope. Ah, oh, loser. You had today? I got my time. You got you got a weekend off? I do. Is that just random how that happened? Does it not always happen? It doesn't always happen, I'm going to say. <laughs> they pull me in quite a lot. Yeah, I, I have to work every Sunday, too, so, you know. Yeah, I got to say, since quarantine, like, nobody has a life. So, I mean, I'm lucky if I get to see, like, friends and family. So, uh, Eric but Bergman. That, I play video games. Video. Wait a minute. What video games do you play? Nothing cool. Nothing cool. No. 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 We we uh, need to know. Pop culture pros. This is part of pop culture. This is where you're fitting in, Nadia. Okay. So you, give us what you got. <laughs> Come on, kid. Uh, I play Battlefront, like Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, got it awesome. right. <laughs> awesome. And uh. This is like a very weird game to play, but it's very calming. It's. I'm embarrassed to say, but Don't it's Lego Marvel superheroes. What is it? Lego Marvel superheroes. 
That's one of the greatest games of all time, Nadia. Have you ever played it? Yes, I have. <laughs> me and the boys, me and the boys got to the end where you could do the whole everything yeah. free play roam. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah, it's so fun. I, I'm pretty good at it. I'm embarrassed to say. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. That is one of the greatest games ever. And you can't like go into adult conversations going like, "Hey, you know what I do on my free time? I like play Lego Marvel." Twenty twenty one. Like they'll just Every- look at you and be like, "But your cuticles look terrible." Like what is going on with you? <laughs> I did tell yeah, a woman no. that you I know what? and she thought it was really sad. So I was like, "Okay." Yeah. What is what 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 did she do? I don't know more stuff. <laughs> you want to know what video game I have mastered? What have you mastered, Sarah? Well, I guess two. Um, the original Mario Kart on the Wii. That is the best game. That's, that's, that's one of the. That's I, a go-to for me and the boys. Oh my god! Yeah. But have you ever played the Untitled Goose Game? Untitled who? Goose Game, like the bird that haunts. Okay. That's a deep dive. Oh. You have to try that. It's, I've never, I've never even heard of it. If, if you play, like, if you can have one or two player, and essentially, essentially, you have a list of havoc to cause as two geese, and it's, it's like problem solving. It's puzzle. It's fun. Like the kids and I really enjoyed playing that together. It was, your boys might like it. The it, goose it's game. Not like high speed, like amazing graphics or anything like that, but it, it makes you think. It's, it's like it's like if Simon and Garfunkel was a video game. It's like <laughs> off of the path, and it's like a little more easygoing, kind of like a rhythmic slow guitar with some duets. It's, that's okay. Well, yeah. listen, you guys generated some. Uh, you guys generated some uh, some feedback here. Uh, <laughs> LOL, the goose game. <laughs> <laughs> and so and Cody likes Battlefront also, yeah. but Eric Eric Bergman must have gotten uh uh some some fee, some uh email or a call from the lawyers of uh, Royal Crown. Is this just in <laughs> RC is after the A two Z? I hope so because I I tell you what I will I will endorse them five times a show, man. Because yeah. RC is my favorite. RC is my favorite. Um. No, the boys and I like. We play uh, Mario Kart. Obviously, we have the one the 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 Switch Eight Deluxe. That's the best. That's the best. And we're also into Super Smash Ultimate and all the downloaded characters and everything. And it's like Nick Nicholas is Nicholas is the best at it. I you know he he could probably like win. Boys all together one of these times. Oh, that would Nick. Nick would love it. Yeah, Nick would love it. He, he'd, he'd love hanging out with his cousins. Mm-hmm. Cousins, right? They'd be cousins? Yeah. Somehow. Some, some such of cousins, yeah. So, something like that. You got Nurse Week now, Uncle Mike says, but when you get Legends Week, give me a shout. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. We will. We'll get. We'll give you a shout, Mike. Legends Week. <clears throat> anyway. Um, so anyway, girls, have you had a good time? This has been fun. How how great is this? How great is this? Time has flown. Time has flown. You know that we've almost been on an hour and a half. Yeah. Is it? Isn't that? Less than ten percent. You have less than ten percent. Well, then, on that note, Sarah, we will do a wrap up. Do you guys each have anything you would like to say before we go? 
Sarah, go ahead. Masks I'm putting you on the spot. Masks go over your nose. And if you are not fully ready to be a parent, be careful. Because <laughs> it might happen. Those are the two things I have to say. Cool. Cool. Public service announcement. <laughs> Nadia, what's up? What's up? Nadia, what do you have to say? Uh, if you're going to do something, do it with your heart and your soul because it's not worth doing if you're not going to give it 110%. That's it. Good, good, good sound advice. Good advice. Oh, and here we go. You got some, you got some, uh, you got some accolades here. Wendy says, thank you, ladies, for everything that you are doing. Thank you, Wendy. That was sweet. Yeah, that was great. So, girls, thank you for coming on your uncle's show. This has been such a good time. Had fun. Thanks for having us. Like always. Yeah, and thanks for um, sharing all your stuff with with all my viewers and stuff. Um, you know, I think you know because, like I said, I there's a lot of things we talked about that I think a lot of people didn't know or maybe didn't understand fully. So, I think we covered a lot of cool stuff, and uh, I, I want to thank you for being in the profession that you are and caring for all these people. And, 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 you know, uh, we really salute you here and we want to just say thank you. So thank you to both of you thank on you. behalf of pop culture pros and myself. Thank you. Very, thank very you for well. being on the show. So thanks for having us. This is Sarah. This is Nadia. I'm Eric. And I'd like to thank all of you for tuning into the show tonight. I want to remind you that you can watch Pop Culture Pros on Facebook, Pop Culture Pros on YouTube, Pop Culture Pros on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your media or your content, we are there. Also, don't forget to like our page. Don't forget to leave a comment. And don't forget that next week, starting Monday, we start our regular rotation of shows again. You have, oh, whose show? The A to Z show? Yes, you have the A to Z show coming back at you Monday. So uh, it's going to be a special time Monday, everybody. So pay attention now. Monday, we're going to start around five thirty, six o'clock. We're starting a little earlier on this Monday because my special guest is. Uh, that's the time frame that we have to get get for them. So that's when we're starting for that. So A to Z Monday. Not sure if Jader and Kyle are coming Monday or Tuesday, but Tuesday. Tuesday is what? Just too sweet. It is just too sweet. You know why? Because it's a just too sweet show. The Just Too Sweet show is on Tuesday. Wednesday is the Put It In The Book show. Thursday is the We Stomped You Out show. And also on Wednesday, there is a very special show coming on. It started last week. It is called Granny's Peach Tea. And it is hosted by Ed Camus, good friend of mine, Ed. And it's about comics and all things related, related to comic books and comic uh, media and anything like that. So I encourage everybody, if you're into that, Please tune into Ed's show because last week was a great show. Ed's a great guy. And and speaking of Ed and Tim, Tim, my tag team partner, Ed and Tim also do the Empire 161 show. That is a Yankees show, and that will be coming back in the spring. And they also do um, the Mandalorian reviews, so that's also interesting. So after that, usually Friday or Saturday, we get the four-quarter show that I mentioned before with Jay, with uh, with Aline and David. And I'm sure that we're going to get an update on when they're going to be coming back. But that's the rundown of Pop Culture Pros. And we also do movie reviews, TV reviews, and all sorts of giveaways we're going to have. So please pay attention. Like our page. 
come back and give us feedback. Come back and check out every update because there, there, there's lots of movie things, lots of TV things, and lots of really, really fun contests and giveaways. So we'd really appreciate it. All that you, all that you already are joined, and those that will join, come join us. Shall you join us? Do you think? Do you think? I, do you think I've gone through everything, or is that is that enough? Like that was like a like a no. in bag of yeah, like uh, of information. So anyway, that's pop culture pros. On behalf of the pros, I'm Eric. This is the A to Z program, and we want to thank you all for joining us. And we're going to see you Monday at five thirty. Right here, same time, same place. Don't forget this face. Or this one. No, don't forget hers either. Or hers. Or hers. Good night. Good night.